Good day. It is good to be back with you, to come to share a word of God with you. Our prayers go out to and for the people who have been affected by the cold front or the freezing that took place across the south and southeast regions of our country. Our prayers go out to the ones who lost loved ones, and we ask God to comfort you in these trying times. And I don't want you to forget or get dismayed that God is not aware of what's going on. Please let me say, he is aware and he cares. So today with that thought in mind, and if you don't mind, I'd like to take a few minutes of your time and speak to you from the thought of, they don't stand a chance against me. And our main scripture can be found in Psalms 118, 5 through 13. And it reads as follows. When hard pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. Moving down to verse 10. All the nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They surrounded me on every side, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They swarmed around me like bees, but they were consumed as quickly as burning thorns. In the name of the Lord, I cut them down. I was pushed back and about to fall, but the Lord helped me. I'm going to stop right there for now, but let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his wonderful word. In lieu of the recent cold front and subsequent freezing that ripped across the south and the southeast last week, in addition to the pandemic, and everything else that is and has taken place in the lives of many. This scripture could reflect how so many people are feeling today, hard-pressed on every side and needing to cry out to God. In the text, verse 5 says, When hard-pressed, I cried to the Lord. I can attest to when we are hard-pressed, there's a different cry that goes out from us, as a parent can attest to. When our children call out to us, and can get our attention. But unlike a call, there's a cry that can come before the ears of a parent from a position of being hard-pressed, stressed, or desperately in need of our assistance that will make them drop everything they're doing and hurt themselves trying to get to the child. In the text, this is the cry that I hear and see with the psalmist from his or her words in the text. It didn't say when I was pressed, I called out to the Lord. It says, when I was hard pressed, I cried out to the Lord, not called, but cried. I cried out to the Lord as we read down further in the text. We see on four separate occasions, the psalmist tells us why he or she was feeling that way. They were feeling hard pressed and they cried out to the Lord in such a way. They needed God to answer them now, not tomorrow, not next month, not next hour, but now. Have you ever been in a situation that you needed God to answer you now? I'm reminded of a song that Smokey Norfolk sang, and it said, I need you now. And the lyrics went something like this. Not a second or another minute, not an hour or another day. But Lord, I need you right away. I need you now. If any of you know that feeling or have been in that situation, and the psalmist is in definitely at this moment. You understand the need for God right now. In the text, the psalmist identifies 
or shares with us the reason for his hard-pressed cry to the Lord and his need for help. In the scripture, verse 10 says, all the nations surrounded me. Verse 11 says, they surrounded me on every side. Verse 12, they swarmed me like bees. Verse 13, I was pushed back and about to fall. We have in four separate occasions, four consecutive verses, the psalmist shares his issues, his situation, and his circumstances with us. If we look at it in four separate occasions, four separate incidents, four attacks from the enemy, if we look at it geologically, one from the east, one from the west, one from the north, and one from the south, surrounded on every side, boxed in with no escape is where we find him in the text. Is that how some of us feel at this moment? Surrounded, boxed in with no apparent escape from your situation or circumstances. Have you ever felt like the enemy has you boxed in and surrounded from every side? Boxed in without an escape route or plan. And every plan you come up with has failure all over it. Scripture reminds some and tells others and informs the uninformed. The plans of a man or woman's heart are many, but only God's purpose prevails. I've been in that spot, surrounded by and boxed in. And every plan I came up with had failure written all over it. Somebody listening to this knows what I mean because you've been there too or you're there right now. And many people today can understand it, especially in today's environmental issues, surrounded and boxed in on every side, pandemic on one side, financial issues on the second side, family troubles on the third side, and then on the fourth side, hurricanes, floods, freezing, or fire, children not being in school, thus not being socially, educationally, or mentally stimulated, feeling boxed in on every side, without an escape or seemingly relief from it all. The enemy is attacking from all sides and seems to be winning or at least breaking down our defenses. Even the defenses of the starkest believer or man or woman in faith. Please allow me to say this. I don't care how faithful a man or woman of God you are. There are times and sometimes situations that can shake or even rock your faith. And understand, it's not a bad thing. It's a stretching thing. It is through fire and not feathers that the greater faith is forged. What I'm saying is your faith is not stretched nor grows nor goes to another level when all is well. No, it goes there in quite the opposite situations. It grows and stretches and is forged in fire. And unfortunately, face fire brings with it some uncomfortable truths surrounded by issues, swarmed by troubles and pushes us back to a point that we think we're all about to fall and not make it through. And many times that occurs when the enemy is attacking you on multiple fronts at the same time. Whereas usually we are attacked by him one attack at a time. And with those we can manage, we can manage them, deal with them, withstand them and believe God in them as we call out to him in them. But we find in the text, the Psalm is speaking of multiple attacks from the enemy coming from every side imaginable. And like you and me, I'm quite sure he remember the promises of God. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Well, this one seems to be prospering. It all works together for your good. I'm not seeing any good in this. I've lost my house and all my belongings as well as my job and a family member. The battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. Well, when are you going to start fighting on my behalf, Lord? We all have been there. Ye of little faith, 
ye of small faith, ye of large faith, and yes, ye of great faith. No one is immune to having your faith foundation shaken. Whether you're a pastor, teacher, preacher, evangelist, or a prophet, your faith can be shaken as well. Remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Take this cup from me. That's the Son of God. In the text, we find the psalmist not calling out to God, but crying out to God. Why? He has found himself right where many of you are, where many of us are, where many of the people of the world are, surrounded and feeling boxed in and crying out to God. I say to you, if you're still calling out, it's time to fall on your face. Get in your prayer closet or wherever your secret place is and begin to cry out to him. Not just call, but to cry. We all remember the promises of God as a psalmist has. We believe in them. We stand on them. We wait patiently for them and we believe to receive them. That's established. But at this moment, they seem far from us. But, and yes, sometimes but, it creeps into your spirit. But let it come to pass and not stay. But at this moment, you, as well as the psalmist, as well as myself, are surrounded. We're being swarmed, pushed back, and we feel like we're about to fall because they, the promises of the Lord, have not shown up as of yet. And we all know in previous situations and circumstances, God has always shown up for us, and it's always worked out. And we've come out with God showing out for us. But this seems different than those times. Four issues, four problems, four enemies, four attacks from four corners, boxed in and surrounded. And again, the promises are known, past exploits remembered. And again, this just seems different than all the other times. You've won battles against the enemy one at a time, but now they're all together. And death could be the final nail from his attack in the form of this pandemic. What do you do when four attacks, multiple attacks has shown up at your house, at your door and in your life? What do you do when the promises are believed, but they haven't come to pass as of yet? This is where the psalmist finds himself in the text. And many of us around this world find ourselves in that same place. Ponder that thought for a second. And while you're pondering that thought, I'm going to stop right here. And I'll complete the message the next time we're together. So until then, be blessed. Good day. I'm back. You're back. We're back. So let's dive right back into the message. They don't stand a chance against me. Let's dive back in. What do you do when four attacks, multiple attacks, has shown up at your house, at your door, and in your life? What do you do when the promises are believed, but they haven't come to pass as of yet? This is where the psalmist finds himself in the text. And many of us around this world find ourselves in that same place. What do you do when the promises are believed, but they haven't come to pass as of yet? This is where the psalmist finds himself in the text in a place of despair. But can I remind you of some good news? Despite us sometimes finding ourselves in a situation that seems to be overwhelming or overbearing all at the same time, added to the 2020 pandemic and the issues that we've gone through, and now in 2021, a freezing and subsequent flooding that could come from the melting of the snow. As we read through the Bible, we can see that we aren't the only ones. 
that feel overwhelmed or overburdened at times. Think about the Israelite army facing the giant Goliath, overwhelmed. Think about Moses attempting to deliver the children of Israel out the hands of the Egyptians, overwhelmed, overburdened, and overbearing. With the Pharaoh's army behind them in a not yet parted Red Sea in front of them, trapped and surrounded. Think about Esther having to deal with Haman and his attempts to kill her people. The king in front of her, who could potentially kill her, if she comes in front of him without being summoned, Haman behind her, trying to kill her people, overwhelmed, overburdened, overbearing, boxed in. Think about David trapped by the cave's wall behind him and King Saul and his army in front of him attempting to take his life. The enemy's attacks has brought issues and problems, situations, circumstances, destruction, and potential death into these people's lives. Surrounded by issues, swarmed by situations, pushed back by problems, and surrounded by potential destruction and death. Each of these aforementioned people are experiencing these issues and problems in their lives. As documented in the Bible, in the text, we see the psalmist in that position as well. So if we look at it, we shouldn't be surprised that we may, you may be there now. It has been foretold in scripture, us being surrounded by, swarmed and pushed to the blink by an attacking enemy. But please understand, that's not the end of the story. That's just a part the enemy wants you to know. The end doesn't end well, but understand not for him. Just as he tried to overtake and overthrow God and was defeated, you and I are children of the most high God. Therefore, we have that victorious spirit of God dwelling on the inside of us. Just as it was shown and foretold, the attacks from the enemy would occur. If we take a brief moment to look at the aforementioned people in the Bible, I've shared with you about their attacks. Now let me share with you about the end results of each of those attacks. The Israelite army versus Goliath. Goliath was defeated. Moses and Pharaoh's attacking army, they were defeated. Esther, Haman, and the king. Haman was defeated. David, the cave, King Saul, and the army. King Saul and his army, they were defeated. Understand, it was always shown and foretold that you and I would have the victory in Christ Jesus. If we look at the text, look at what the text says in each of the attacks incurred by the psalmist. After each mentioned attack by the psalmist, there is a subsequent line that precedes it. Let's take a minute and let's look at verses 10 through 13 of Psalms 118. All nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They surrounded me. But in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They swarmed me on every side, but they were consumed as quickly as burning thorns. But in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. I was pushed back and about to fall, but the Lord helped me. That's Psalms 118, 10 through 13. The psalmist concluded by saying, but the Lord helped me. Please allow me to say that one more time. But the Lord helped me. If you don't mind, let me bring this into my house or into your house and make it applicable to what many are experiencing today. I see the financial issues in front of me, but the Lord will cut them down. I see the pandemic that we're living in, but the Lord will cut it down. I see attacks on my household from the enemy, but the Lord will cut them down. 
I've just come out of a freezing cold front and have lost everything, but the Lord will help me. I ask that you plug in what you're standing in need of, what you want and what you desire, and God will help you as well as cut down the things that need to be cut down. In the text, the psalmist spoke of what God was capable, willing, and able to do as it pertains to the Lord helping him and cutting things down for him. I know that many are still living the effects of the recent freezings in Texas and across the Southeast, with power being out for days in the midst of freezing temperatures. On top of that, pipes bursting and sending water throughout households and loss of things and goods. And that's horrible and horrific. But no, you will not fall over the cliff. It's going to be okay. God sees you. Sometimes it's okay. And God will allow you to walk up to the edge of a cliff. But also knowing with certainty that God is there to hold you and prevent you from falling over the cliff. Can I share this with you? Sometimes God allows the enemy to test us on every front. Not for God to see how we will respond, but for us to see how we will respond. He already knows how you will respond. But do you know? Sometimes storms, troubles, and tribulations come into our lives in order to see what areas we need to grow in. Because faith is not forged in feathers when things are all good. Faith is forged in fire when things are surrounding us, swarming us, and attacking us on every side. In the text, the psalmist has explained to us that he's been surrounded on every side. He's been swarmed and he's been pushed back about to fall over a cliff. I know many of you in these recent times feel the same way, pushed back, surrounded, swarmed, and feeling as if you were going to fall. But let me share this good news with you. God is no respect of person, nor does he show favoritism. He is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If you would take time to read each of the Bible stories of the aforementioned people, in the beginning, it looked like each of them didn't have a chance against the enemy, the situation or the circumstances they faced. But again, scripture tells some, reminds others, and informs the uninformed. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. He didn't promise you that it would not be formed. He said it would not prosper nor succeed against you. It didn't say one weapon. It didn't say two weapons, three or four weapons. It said no weapon, regardless of the number of weapons the enemy brings forth. You could be cornered on every side by the weapons of the enemy. It doesn't matter what any or all weapons that he comes with. They won't prosper against you and me. And no, regardless of how it looks, and sometimes it may look bad, just know they won't win. If you don't mind, allow me to end like this. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. And the Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die but live and will proclaim what the Lord has done. That's Psalms 118, 14 through 17. Scripture did not tell us that the psalmist was killed, defeated, 
overtaken, pushed over the cliff, nor did he fall. Scripture says God gave him the victory over them all. Scripture says the enemy came upon him and he may come upon you as he may have already done. But if you trust God, walk in faith, understand you will be okay. Please know God still has his sights on you, his love for you, dominion over you and your life and over the enemy coming your way. I believe God loves giving you victory as long as you give him the praise, the honor, and the glory, as the psalmist does. The psalmist said in the text, I will live and not die, and will proclaim what the Lord has done. I say to you, expect victory. Praise God in the midst of your attacks, your problems, your issues, and your troubles. Glorify his name. Let him know you're focusing on him and not focusing on the enemies attacking. Because in the end, before you succumb to the surrounding enemy, before the swarms of issues overtake you or you fall over a cliff, God will step in right on time on your behalf. Simply stated, God will step up, show up, and show out for you. And know this key point. They never stood a chance against you because God is on your side. He's always been on your side and he will never leave your side. You can be sure of that. He is a present help in the time of trouble. And lastly, in the text, God helped him, the psalmist, when the enemy was closing in on every side. Let me say it again. God helped him when the enemy was closing in on every side. In verses 14 through 17, the text tells us he defeated all the attacking enemies. God will do the same for you as well. Understand this key point as I leave you. The enemy never stood a chance against you. He knew it. God needed you to know it as well because you have every victory over all attacking enemies in Christ Jesus. Amen. As always, we hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day and we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod, where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.